quick content note here before we begin this episode of What Am I Rolling? This episode's one-shot, Thousand Year Old Vampire, is an RPG described as a personal, challenging game for mature adults. Content warnings for this game include characters being injured, victimised, trapped or killed, the player's character murdering and victimising people of all walks of life, possibly including animals, loved ones, marginalised folk or themselves. There may be possible explorations of themes such as imperialism, colonialism or oppression. Characters may take part in drug abuse and or self-harm. There may also be mentions of illness, debilitation, body horror, memory loss and altering memories. This game is intentionally designed to be a solitary, reflective experience, one of which I really enjoyed and performed live for Dragon Meat 2020. But I appreciate that it might not be the best game to play or listen to if you're currently struggling. So, if you're not in the right headspace just now, please feel free to stop listening and come back if or when you're ready. Thanks for listening and stay safe, my friends. to What Am I Rolling, a twice-monthly RPG one-shot podcast, hosted by me, Fiona. This is part two of our thousand-year-old vampire one-shot, so make sure you listen to the first part before continuing on with this episode. So, this one-shot is a little bit different to our previous one-shots in that part one was actually streamed live as a part of Podcast Zone at Dragon Meet Online late last year. That episode's audio was actually taken from the live show we did, and you can watch the original unedited stream on the What Am I Rolling YouTube channel. I'll put a link to it on the What Am I Rolling website and in this episode's show notes. briefly recap, I am playing Eloise Chastain, daughter of Lord and Lady Chastain, who was born outside Paris in the 14th century. The middle child of three sisters, she was a member of high society and a a well-to-do sort of lady. After being turned by her now ex-lover, Oliver Dubois, Eloise has had quite a transformation from high society lady to general female badass, I would say. Interesting activities have included murdering several members of her own family, setting fire to her house, insisting on having a collection of several fine hats and then losing them, having many aliases, and so on. However, with each passing prompt, Eloise's hold on reality is slowly but surely beginning to unravel. And it's only a matter of time until something or someone will be the undoing of Eloise Chastain. Remember, the vampire is represented by five different traits. We have memories and experiences, those important moments that have shaped the vampire and make up the core of the vampire's self. We have skills, the capabilities and characteristics of the vampire, what they can do and what they might do. Resources, assets or structures which are useful to the vampire or items that they value. We have characters, people with whom the vampire has a strong bond or relationship to. And finally, 
marks, visible indicators of the vampire's undying state, or anything that sets them apart from mortal people. Every time the player receives a prompt, one of their vampire traits will be modified. At all times, the player must follow the instructions given in the prompt. Once they have finished the prompt, the player must roll a d10 and a d6. Then, they must take the results of the d6 away from the results of the d10. If the end number is positive, the player will move forward that number of prompts. If the number is negative, the player will move back that number of prompts. Getting a zero means that the player encounters the same prompt page for a second time, and must answer the second entry on that page. Once they've answered that and then get another zero, they answer the third entry on that prompt page. If the player is instructed to check a skill but have none available, they lose a resource instead. If the player is instructed to lose a resource but have none available, they check a skill instead. The game ends if the player is unable to check or lose a skill or resource when required to, or if the prompt tells them that the game has ended. One last thing before we begin. Naturally, there are times in a swan shot where the players and myself, well, most of myself for this one, get the rules wrong or forget something plot-wise. Whilst we always endeavour to stick to the rules wherever possible, at the end of the day, we all make mistakes, and what matters most is that everyone enjoys themselves. So, with all that out of the way, let's get back to Thousand Year Old Vampire. I'm going to do a quick recap of the safety guidelines that I put in place at the beginning of part one, mostly for myself, but it's always good to recap them as well. So for me, when I do uh, one shots, I like to do lines and veils. I know some people use X cards and stuff or pause or fast forward. There's a whole different range of safety tools out there. And I would actually recommend GMs go out and use them because actually they're very good, especially in live shows, actually, how much you know, vulnerability you put out there for yourself when playing a game, even if it's a solo RPG. So lines, as I said before, lines are a hard no, essentially. They are topics and themes that we are not going to look in this one shot. We're not going to cross that, those lines, essentially. So for me, and in this one shot, lines include discrimination based on sexual orientation, gender identity, uh, or race, sexual violence in any form, including rape, uh, sexual harassment, and torture. Those are hard no's, and we will not be looking at those in this session. If they happen to come up, we're going to rewind and reword what happens in those prompts, because I don't want to roleplay that. Veils. Uh, veils are something where which can be a part of our one-shot, but they are not the main focus. They are sort of off to one side. It's something that we pan away from we just do not want to focus on them, essentially. So my veils for this one shot are uh, graphic violence, graphic body horror, and unnecessary suffering. I feel like less is more. And frankly, again, we don't need to talk or discuss about how much or how gory things are. Not for me, not in this one shot. Finally, we're going to talk about foundries. So boundaries and those lines and veils are obviously very, very important to keep us safe. But I know sometimes that can get people really down and sort of sad before starting. So thanks to improv, there's something called foundries, which is something that we really do want to see in our one shots. Something we really want to take part of and, and really, really enjoy. So for me, foundries in this one shot include cliche, over-the-top vampires, the look and feel of them. 
you know, think uh, interview with vampire, think uh, what we do in the shadows, that sort of look to them. I want, I want all of that in there. Absolutely. Yes. Really, really bring up the sort of that aesthetic, I think. Um, meaningful choices, actually having every choice I make as a vampire matter and is important and impactful, uh, making it just a really, really cool immersive experience as a result. And my final foundry is emotional connections. Any character I come across, I want to have some emotional uh, reaction to them. Now, why is our relationship so important? Why, you know, on what level? It's not just any sort of um, incidental level. It is something emotional and uh, that intensity in there. So those are the boundaries and foundries. Always good to have those. We've got my dice. Uh, we've got the vampire. We've got the thing. So let's get started. In Thousand Year Old Vampire, you create memories and memories about the things that have happened to you and how you feel about them. Each memory you have can contain up to three experiences. A vampire can only hold five memories in their head, and if they want to hold more than five memories, then they create a diary, which can hold up to four. Uh, once a memory is in the diary, it cannot be changed, and the vampire accepts what has been written there as truth. It cannot be altered. So let's start. We'll go through the uh, memories again so everyone's got it. So we've got, I am Eloise, daughter of Lord and Lady Chastain, born outside Paris in the 14th century. I am the middle child along with my two sisters. We live in high society. Second experience of that first memory, a struggle ensues at the meeting where I ask for my sister's forgiveness for mother's death. A candle topples and flames spread throughout the house burning all bridges to home. Probably should have done some context on this, but I think it's good to know this. Okay, the second memory, which is full, all three experiences here. We've got, I take on a new name and a persona of Jean Dubois to distance myself from the innocent that was uh, Eloise Chastain and that I am at peace with what Dubois made me. There is something poetic about acknowledging my mother in a name, but I cannot remember, I can no longer remember her face. Beatrice is a local businesswoman with suspicious dealings. You know, brackets, dodgy staff, people going missing, tasty pies. I confronted her after making a large order of miscellaneous meat, which I never paid for, and the fight ensued. She is a worthy adversary, and I shall not be keen to meet her again in a hurry. After our fight, Beatrice spread rumours of ill repute about the Jean Dubois evildoer, so I cast it aside like old clothing and returned to Eloise Chastain. That bitch. Which I quite like that one. Memory number three. We've got, my dress was designed to have pockets in order for me to be able to carry around my needlework. I do like the practicality of it, but secretly fear that the other ladies of high society look down on my fashion choices. In my haste to escape the rages of war beating down from all sides, I have to leave behind my whole collection of fine hats. A devastating blow to all concerned, but needs must. Out of the three of us, I am seen as the most charming Chastain sibling, which riles up Gabrielle no end. I take great relish in this knowledge. Oliver Dubois commented on how pleasing my harpsichord playing is to his ear and invited me to supper. Little did he know I would provide the main course, or little did I know I would provide the main course. Oliver shouted at me for ruining everything after the death of my mother. You will expose the both of us. 
I realised I didn't need him and his condescending tone in my life and tore his throat out in a bloody rage, both literally and metaphorically. I played the harpsichord one last time, letting the notes provide some sort of accompaniment to the howling pain within. The beasts are silent for now. Few things we need to note. Few things we need to know. Um, so, we died thanks to uh, one Oliver Dubois, who commented on my harpsichord playing and then invited me to suffer, which I never survived. Oops. Um, after. I turned into an immortal vampire. I killed my mother, which I now do not remember because I had to remove that memory from the head for whatever reason. I now can't remember, even though it's only been a day or so since I played this game. I tried to make up with my sisters about it. And by doing so, I burnt down the house. Awkward. Gabriella took pity on me and she promised to look after me. But I had a funny turn. For some reason, again, I don't remember exactly why, but that's more me saying that than the vampire. And I had to change in memory because originally one of my memories is that I was the most charming Chastain sibling, which riled up Francine no end. But then I had to change it. So it was Gabriella in the end or Gabrielle. I'm going to say Gabriella a lot. So I apologize for that. Anyway, she, she died and her descendants continued to do my bidding for a bit. Uh, thanks to my mesmerizing gaze or hypnotic gaze, because I can't spell mesmerizing. And then they stopped cooperating with me for a bit. <laughs> and I just started to pick them off one by one. Oh, I actually hadn't thought. So I started to pick them off one by one. And then I then turned someone called Timothy. I actually hadn't thought that Timothy might be Gabriella's descendant. Ooh. Or maybe just a servant. I hadn't thought of that. I need to put that in. Let me put that in. I hadn't actually thought of that. Chastain? Ah, but he wouldn't be a Chastain, would he? No, she would have bloody married someone else. So technically he is my blood. Oh, that's very weird. Oh, very weird. But very interview with a vampire. That's very Anne Rice, isn't it? Okay, so that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. So, yeah, so we made Timothy and I respected him at first, because he didn't scream when his time had come for him. Um, so I thought, sod it, I'll make him a vampire. And he turns out, turns out, he's just a bit of a knob. He's just not, oh, he's just been really irritating. And he keeps wanting to hang out with me. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, no, no, thank you. Uh, so I took a pocket watch instead. And, uh, but, but we finished I remember this, we finished last time saying that a woman claiming to be Genevieve Chastain, my mother has sought me out because she wants revenge for first, my frankly unladylike manner, and secondly, for her death, and thirdly, for making her undead. I have no memory of it because I struck her from the record. So the main players we have in play just now, we have Beatrice, who is a werewolf, who is a bit of a bitch, and I had to get rid of my persona, thanks to her. Timothy, who's just a bit of an irritating gentleman. Uh, I says he's got kind eyes. He does have kind eyes, like a doe. I'll put that in, like a doe. And then Lady Genevieve, who is back from the dead. Some things to note about my resources. I still have my day dress with pockets. Like I think I said before, I don't think it is the same dress that I died in, but I think I just really like having pockets. I have my diary still, and I have a dead man's watch. 
That's broke and stopped at 124. Some of the skills I have, quickly, I'll just go for it. So once I've ticked, so here's the ones I've ticked. I've ticked off charming demeanor, uh, the ability to keep my head in the most dire situations, cool-headed, and bloodthirsty. I had to cross out one completely, which was being proficient in the harpsichord, which makes me quite sad. Other skills I've got, I've got self-sufficient. I only take what I need, and that's referring to feeding, because I remember that because the servants were being a bit hoity-toity about that. I control the beast controlling my bloodthirsty rage guardian angel got uh, angel gabriel there so that was sort of a mocking of gabrielle's death in some way i seem she thought she was her, my guardian angel when in fact i feel like you know i was saving her i don't know some bullshit like that we'll say and hypnotic slash mesmerizing gaze how can you tell that I'm a vampire? Well, very. I'm glad you. I'm glad you asked. Um, we have the ever bleeding wound on the right side of my neck, which I hide with a wide choke collar. There's a slight ringing in my ears. I have a collection of fine hats that help with this constant unnerving sound of silence. I don't anymore, which sucks. <laughs> and then finally, I have a long scratch mark on my arm from 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 a fight with an immortal werewolf all right cool all right i think we're good to go so let's me yes there we go so we were on page 28 and we'd finished we finished that prompt so that was the long dead a long dead mortal returns so it's time to roll again all right so let's roll what let's roll ah uh, d10 Ah, seven, seven. Uh, and then we've got to roll our d6. A two, so we move forward, five. So that's page 33. Ooh, okay. So it is as follows. You know where the old things are. Create a resource, make an enemy character into a friend. Uh, well... I have an enemy. I have Beatrice. I think... I think I have an admiration for Beatrice. I think, you know, a businesswoman in these trying, troubling times. I respect that. I want, I want to help that. So I think my resource that I'm going to create, I'm going to create stocks in... Beatrice's Meat Emporium. So I have... Uh, I have stocks. I have sizable stocks in Beatrice's Meat Emporium. Beatrice and Eloise's... There we go. Beatrice and Eloise's Meat Emporium. How is that amazing? All right, so this is exciting. No prompt to create a new memory, that's fine. Uh, Beatrice, I guess, yeah, like I said, I think we now become quite good friends. Like, again, I sort of, I, the details are hazy, obviously, but we come to an agreement. And actually, I would like to see her flourish. Like, she is a worthy adversary, you know? Um, and maybe I was too quick to judge her, so... I invested some money in her business, and now we are partners in Beatrice and Eloise's Meat Emporium. 
and yeah so i got i got sizable stocks in that and she's my friend nice easy enough all right let's do it d10 rolling again five and then the d6 a one four move forward four nice we're getting some more positive numbers this one moving on four all right so 37 oh god okay Things fall to dust. Lose a resource for which you have no corresponding memory. Do not create a new experience for this prompt. It simply happens to you as you stare in silence. Let's look at my resources then. I am going to lose... No, I'm keeping the day dress. I really need the day dress. I'm going to lose the dead man's pocket watch. Maybe I feel like I should make a memory for... Hmm. All right, I'm going to go back a little bit because I screwed up. I think I need to make an experience for why Beatrice and I are now friends. As a result, I don't... I don't really... I'm looking at the memories I already have in my head. I don't think I need to remember about Gabrielle hating me for being the most charming sister, so I am going to strip that memory out. It's gone. And now I'm going to create that memory for Beatrice and I. Partners. Change the name. Me. Yeah. Beatrice and I overcame our differences and became, God, I can't even spell. Set. I admire. Uh, tenacity, 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 and my tenacity. Okay, so Beatrice and I set aside our differences and became partners in her neat emporium firm, changing the company name to reflect this. I admire her tenacity as a businesswoman and respect her. In brackets, begrudgingly. Okay. Right, going back to what I was saying. Uh, things fall to dust, lose a resource that you have no corresponding memory to. Uh, what did I lose again? So I lose the dead man's pocket watch. Oh no, I have a memory of that. Oh, I'm an idiot. I do have a memory of that. Because bloody... <sighs> oh no, hang on. So, I do have the pocket watch memory, so I can't lose that. I have the day to dress in pockets one. Oh no. Oh no. So, I've realised what I've just done. I'm a complete idiot. I only have four resources left that haven't been checked. 
I have the Daydresser Pockets, which does have a memory link to it. I have the Dead Man's Pocket Watch broken, which I have a memory link to it. Sizable stocks in Beatrice and Eloise's Meat Emporium, which I have a memory to it. And I have my diary, a leather-bound book of loose parchment paper, written in ink and quill. Oh, fuck me. I'm going to lose my diary. I have three memories in it. Oh, gosh. Okay. So I would forget about Timothy. I'm going to forget about Genevieve coming back for me. And I'm going to forget about Gabrielle. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah, I've got to lose my diary. That is literally the only thing I can get rid of. Oh, my God. That sucks. Okay. I'm going to delete. Oh, no. Okay. Bye-bye. It's gone. This sucks. I've lost my diary. I can't remember. Don't remember Timothy. All I remember is that I have two sisters and burning the house down and my mother died. Fuck. That's really bad. I still remember bloody Oliver, though. Fuck that guy. All right. Well, that's that. Whoa. Okay. That was dramatic. Okay. Rolling again. D10. It's an eight. And a D6. It's a three. Move forward five. Ooh. Racing ahead. Okay. 42. Oh, will it be the meaning of life? Hmm. What piece of contemporary technology can you not interact with due to your vampire nature? How did your first encounter with this technology almost get you destroyed? Check a skill. Oh, okay. So skills I've got left. I've got self-sufficient, I control the beast, guardian angel, and hypnotic gaze. I think it's going to be I control the beast, so we're going to tick that. Tick that skill. Piece of contemporary... Flip. God damn it. Um, so I feel like I should add to the third memory I've got in my head about the dress and the hats. But that's almost more clothing. Where? Oh, what about wearables? So... Oh, I know. Okay, so Fitbits, right? They measure your heart rate. And I I have it on me for some reason and realise not only does it not recall anything, but it reacts super badly to my skin. I have to tear it off me in some way. Okay. All right. That, that makes sense for the dress thing. Okay. So let's... Understanding when they first came out, I got one of those Fitbits, not quite understanding what all the fuss was about. Not only did it not record my heart rate, but the device nearly fused itself to my flesh and almost took my hand off. 
almost took my hand off. I think I will stick to a wristwatch next time. A mechanical, mechanical watch next time. Okay, so when they first came out, I got one of those Fitbits, not quite understanding what all the fuss was about. Not only did it not record my heart rate, but the device nearly fused itself to my flesh and almost took my hand off. I think I will stick to a mechanical wristwatch next time. Uh, and I checked the skill. Oh, I know, because uh, I've, I've got to get... Uh, I control the beast in some way. Reminding me. There we go. Okay. So the experience is this. When they first came out, I got one of those Fitbits, not quite understanding what all the fuss was about. Not only did it not record my heart rate, remind me that I am a monster, but the device nearly fused itself to my flesh and almost took my hand off. I think I'll stick to a mechanical wristwatch next time. And I checked the skill, I control the beast, because I've been reminded that I am a monster. All right, D10. What? It's a four. And the D6 is a three. We move forward one. So page 43. You have, oh, ah, it's archaic. You have archaic ways in spite of your focus on blending in. Create a resource based on a checked skill that reflects this. Well, what skills do I have? Charming demeanor. Cool-headedness, bloodthirsty, and I control the beast. Uh, I think it's going to be charming demeanor. I need to create a resource about it. Hmm. Archaic ways. I think it's something to do with artistic demeanor. Okay, here's my thought. So charming demeanor, what do we think of that when we think of charming people? I think that Eloise Chastain doesn't use email. I think she still writes, uh, not with Quill and Ink, she's not that archaic, but I still think she uses the art of letter writing. I, she doesn't use email. She has her own personalized stationery. So i.e. a letterhead. Prime spell stationery, letterhead. Uh, we have Eloise Chastain on top. Yeah, so she has personalized stationery. In particular, she has letterheads, which literally says at the top, from the desk of Eloise Chastain. Uh, need, to base, need to create a memory for that, I think. Um, hmm. Shoot. Need to think about this, okay. So I've got one slot in my first memory, and then one slot in my fourth memory. So the first memory is about who I am uh, and me burning my family home to the ground. The fourth memory is about Beatrice and I setting aside our sides, um, who I do remember. Everything else is full. Uh, I guess now would be a good time to create a new diary. So let's create a new diary. Um, 
at this point, um, let's say it is a... I mean, what examples do they give for diaries? I am curious. Mm. So they've got examples of like a password protected forum on an archaic website. She doesn't use email though. Uh, let's go for a, I don't want, to, I don't want another leather bound book. I feel I need to make a bit more of an effort this time. Uh, maybe it's like in between. Like, I feel like this diary is to replace what I have, but I just didn't have time. I don't know what happened to the last diary. So I think it's literally just some scraps of paper. Just some some scrap paper from the printer. There we go. How about this? The new diary is torn scraps of paper, but they are sort of put together in a wallet. I have. So you know how people pull out pictures of, you know, their children or, or, or loved ones? Eloise pulls out scraps of paper to remind herself of what's happened. All right. New diary. What was it? <laughs> what was I supposed to write? Um, okay, which was fresh resource. So I need to make a... Okay, so with the new diary, I've literally put, I send out daily correspondence to my contacts via letters. Emails are so impersonal and too frequent for my liking. All right. Uh, I feel it's going a little bit downhill right now. We'll see though. All right. And I've created the skill. Perfect. That's everything. All right. D10. It's a five, and the d6 is a three, so we move forward two. So, page 46. You are exposed and flee to a far-off land. Convert any stationary resources to a new resource representing portable cash or treasure. What name do you travel under? What profession do you claim when you come to rest? Hmm. Okay, what stationary things do I have? I don't... So stationary here means like things I can't move, but I don't have anything stationary. All I have is my day dress, my new diary, a dead man's pocket watch, sizable stocks. I mean, that's a that's a thing I could take anywhere. That's fine, I've got papers. And personalised stationery. So I'm okay, I don't need to do anything for that. Uh, what name do I travel under, though? Mm, I'm going to have to make a new diary entry, I think. So, second diary entry experience one. Let's see. So, what name do you travel under? Oh, no, no, you know what? Actually, forget that. I can I can add it onto the other one because I can say Yes. Oh, shoot. No. No. I... No, I'm an idiot. Okay. Okay. So the second memory is this. 
After being exposed, I changed my name again, this time to Katerina LeBlanc, and claim that I am a, a visiting reporter. And claim that I am a... God, I can't even spell right. This is terrible. After being exposed, I changed my name again, this time to Katerina LeBlanc, and claim that I am a visiting journalist reporting for the Parisian Times. A pity that all my personalised stationery will go to waste now. All right. Cool. That's fine. All right. Let's roll again. Let's do it. Mm. So seven. Seven. And the D6 is a three. So we move forward four. Ooh. Prompt 50. This is exciting. Ooh. Okay. You're captured in a trap set for predatory mortals. What sort of criminal are you taken to be? How does this experience help you learn to better prey on mortals? Make a new skill that sours the purity of a pleasant memory. Mmm, okay. Captured in a trap for predatory mortals. I think I'm mistaken for a lady of the night of some sorts. I am walking through a particular part of town and I'm caught uh, ah, that's a good idea because I've moved haven't I so better learn to prowl okay what what skill so hmm, what memories do I have what what do I have I don't really have the purity of a pleasant memory I don't really have any pleasant memories anymore oh okay the only pleasant memory I have left is getting the meat emporium business going with Beatrice, right? Okay. So I need a new skill that sours relationships on there. I think I'm trapped in a fraud scheme where people are... I mean, the predatory says to me that people are taking advantage. I, I guess that works, right? That, that kind of works. Okay, so the new skill I've got. Uh, okay, I've got this. The new skill I'm going to create is is sort of saving my own skin. Saving my own skin, own skin over others. Yeah. Okay, so that that's going to be the skill. I'm going to save. I'll be. It's saving my own skin. I know it's not really worded right, but. I'm very good at looking after number one. There we go, looking after number one. Oh, great. So really, that business thing I had with Beatrice, I probably did it for myself, looking after number one. Ah, okay. Okay, all right. Okay. How did it help me? Uh, it's regarding the Emporium's product. No trace of Okay. So this is gonna ruin my relationship with Beatrice. I thought we got I thought we were friends, but clearly not. Okay. 
The Food Standards Agency has finally come to collect regarding our products having undeclared or improperly declared miscellaneous meat and arrested Beatrice. I was already countries away by this time, living as Caterina LeBlanc, and had left no trace of my former business dealings or partnerships. I realise two things. One, that people will eat anything as long as they don't know where it came from. And two, only those who are careless with tax returns get caught. Ugh. God, Eloise, you're such a bitch. I'm going to put former... Former businesswoman. Businesswoman and former partner. Damn, damn, damn. All right. And then I had to... Did I have to take something off? No. Okay. All right. The 10. It's an 8. Promising. And a 1. 7. Wow, we're racing ahead now. So that's 57. Now, there's only 88 prompts in this book. So... Might. Might be a quick one. Your knowledge of old things becomes a strength. Based on a checker skill, what knowledge do you share with contemporary mortals? Checker skill, create a resource. Based on a checked skill. Well, it's going to have to be charming demeanor, right? What knowledge do I share? So I need to check another... Oh. Based, based on the check, so then I need to check a skill. No. Ah, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, how about this? Your knowledge of old things becomes a strength. Based on a check skill, what knowledge do you share with contemporary mortals? Check a skill. So it sounds like this skill is not the already checked skill. It's a different skill I need to check and then create a resource. Right. Okay, so the check skill I'm going to use to create this knowledge I share with contemporary mortals is going to be Charming Demeanor. I think Eloise is going to do like masterclasses on how to present yourself, like proper um, coaching lessons on presenting, not life coaching, uh, how to do a presentation, that sort of thing, vocal teaching, how to, how to control a room. That would be quite cool. Uh, hmm. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to tick off hypnotic gaze because I think I use this quite a lot in what I start to do. So in the diary, I've written, as Katerina LeBlanc, I start to teach anxious mortals on the ways of public speaking, capturing a room with a simple smile, a mesmerizing glance, and a few chosen words. Okay, so the memory is this. As Katerina LeBlanc, I start to teach anxious mortals on the ways of public speaking, capturing an audience with a simple smile, a mesmerizing glance, and a few chosen words. How to be a butterfly in a room full of cocoons. 
I feel nostalgia for the old days back at my family's home, for the soirees we held there. Can't spell soirees to save my life. So that's sort of based off my charming demeanor thing. Um, oh, but here's an interesting thing. I don't remember being charming. I just am charming. So I don't have that memory. Oh, hang on. Whoa. All right. I need to change that a little bit. Okay, I can't, I've got to get rid of that Suarez sentence. I feel that's fair because I actually don't remember being charming. Though, not sure why. Okay, yeah, because I don't remember. Because I got rid of Gabrielle being jealous of me. So what it is, this is what the experience is. So as Katerina LeBlanc, I start to teach anxious mortals on the ways of public speaking, capturing an audience with a simple smile, a mesmerizing glance, and a few chosen words. How to be a butterfly in a room full of cocoons. I feel nostalgia for the old days back at my family's home, though not sure why. All right, so that was the charming demeanor skill that was already ticked. I need to create a skill. Oh no, I need to check a skill. Apologies, I need to check a skill that I have and then create a resource. Oh, that's right. I'm gonna tick hypnotic gaze. That's what I meant to put in here. So I'm ticking hypnotic gaze and then create a resource. Um, my resource. Oh man, I've, I've got personalized stationery that has Eloise Chastain on it. I'm now going to have business cards for my new masterclass. Katarina. All right, that's the new resource then. Business cards for Katarina LeBlanc's masterclasses on public speaking. I like that. I like making these. These are fun. And I think that's it. All right. D10. It's a two. That's not good. And the D6. It's a three. So we go back one. Oh, no. We go back to 56. Ooh. You begin a fantastic construction that puzzles the mortals around you. Give just a hint as to its purpose. Lose a resource, and then gain the skill Visionary. All right, so I've got the skill Visionary. I need to lose a resource. Well, technically, I've there's two resources here I think I could lose. The personal stationery with my real name, Eloise Chastain, on it, or the sizable stocks in Beatrice and Eloise's meat emporium. I think that's gone, so we'll get rid of the, the stocks. It was so fleeting, my business empire. I need to give a construction. Uh, okay, we'll put it in the diary again. I, I appreciate, I should get rid of some of these memories up top, but there's no need. I think I've got it here. So I'm going to add it to that daily correspondence via letters. No, I think that's going to add to the second one, actually, thinking about it, because it's... Um... Okay, so let me just double check. Got all this right. 
So I've got the skill visionary. I'm losing a resource. I've lost my stock in uh, Beatrice and Eloise's meat emporium, which is very sad, I know. Um, but here is the memory, which I've added to the second entry in my diary, and that entry is now full. We've got, I pitched the LeBlanc app to investors to help grow my influence over mortals under the pretense that I can improve their confidence in their presentation skills and public speaking. As I said before, people will eat up anything so long as they don't know the details. Ba ba ba. All right. Get the D10. That's a six. And the D6 is a one. Ooh, five. Moving five forward. Okay, 61 it is. We're racing through these now. Ooh, okay. Someone reminds you of a beloved character long dead. Check a skill to curry their acquaintance and create a mortal character. The issue... It's a beloved character long dead. Okay, so... I remember I have two sisters. I remember I had a mother, but I don't remember a face. Beatrice is still alive. Oliver is dead. I think... Oh god, I've got rid of Timothy as well, haven't I? Damn. Bloody Timothy's gone. Okay, I think it's going to have to be about Oliver. So I need to check a skill to curry their favour. Hmm. Okay, so I'm going to check Guardian Angel slash Angel Gabriel. And I think... I think Eloise has her own version of the sexy priest from Fleabag. Um... Okay. off my Angel Gabriel thing uh, as my skill and I created the following um, memory which I've put in my diary again I keep putting them in my diary but I know my diary is very precious and I'm very aware that I could lose any of my memories I need to get rid of some of these um, okay so I received a flyer for a local church and something about it tickled my fancy on arrival, I stopped dead at the sight of the pastor, one Raphael Demure, the spitting image of dearly departed Oliver. Maybe I should start attending communion more often. Ha ha ha. And I've created Raphael Demure in my mortals characters. And I just said the pastor of the church and a spitting image of Oliver Dubois. Easy enough. All right. A 10 on the D10. And a 5 on the D5. Ugh. Okay, 66. Your knowledge is outmoded. 
lose an unchecked skill which is now useless. Oh no, what unchecked skill do I have? Okay, I think I'm going to lose the skill self-sufficient. I only take what I need because I am in... It feels weird. I feel like I've jumped forward quite a bit in time. So I've had to lose that skill completely. So I've just crossed it out. I didn't even get to check it. So my knowledge is outmoded. I'm no longer self-sufficient. Why is that? I am going to... I'm going to get rid of a memory. I'm not going to add any more to my diary. I feel like I need more memories in my head. I am... Oh, am I going to get rid of my pockets? I've lost my fine set of hats. I feel like I need to remember about the Fitbit, so I think that's important. All right, tell you what, tell you what. Okay, so I'm either going to lose the memory about Jean Dubois and my first meeting with Beatrice, or I'm going to lose my whole fashion thing I had. Because uh, then I've got memory four, which is about Beatrice and I setting aside our differences, which I quite like. I think it's important to keep about Oliver Dubois, assuming I've just met Raphael. So, tell you what, I'm going to roll odds or even. So evens, I get rid of my memory of Jean Dubois and meeting Beatrice for the first time. Uh, so that's evens. Odds, I get rid of my dresses, my memories of dresses and stuff. So two. So the evens are, oh, I'm getting rid of Jean Dubois. Say goodbye to Jean Dubois, friends. You know what? This actually makes sense because consumerism in general, of course, I have... You know, I've got all the things about dresses. I need to keep that in my head because I like nice things. I want things. Cool. All right, new memory in my head. So we've got... I've spent many an hour on these clothing sites. ASOS, boohoo, pretty little thing. Spending money I don't have on clothes and accessories I want. I have to look the part of a high-class entrepreneur and need to make an impression, even if that impression also occurs in my bank statement. Okay, and I checked. What skill did I check? I, got, I lost a skill, which was self-sufficient. I only take what I need. All right. Three. Three. Zero. I stay on the same page. Your concept of value is outdated. Lose a resource. Lose a resource, huh? I'm so sorry. I think we all knew this was going to happen. I'm going to get rid of my day dress with pockets. Oh, that's made me so sad. Uh, gotta write in the diary. Uh, no, gotta write in my new memory. Okay, add into that second memory in my head. After careful consideration, I ditch 
the dresses with pockets look for sharp, tailored business suits and heels. I am, after all, the definition of a modern female entrepreneur. Yep, that's it. And I lose the resource of dress with pockets. Oh, so sad. Okay, D10. It's a 10. Ooh, okay. And the D6. It's a one. Oh, damn. Okay. So that's 66 plus nine is 75. This could, could all come crashing down. <gasps> it does all come crashing down. An old friend or foe murders you in your sleep. What do you see in those seconds between dream and non-existence? The game is over. So, who do we still have left alive? We have Beatrice, we have Timothy, and Lady Genevieve. And, of course, we've got Raphael. <sighs> hmm, this is tricky, actually. It's really tricky from a story standpoint. Because naturally, I'm inclined to make it one of the immortals because I have these enemies. I free enemies or would-be enemies. But I also like the poeticness of being killed again by the reincarnation of Oliver Dubois. Murdered in my sleep. I think I start a relationship with Raphael. Just letting my guard slip and not knowing. What he, he says it, he murders me. So that means, means technically he knows. Hmm. How about this? Okay, so it's Raphael in the bedroom with a knife. <laughs> but because I never take, it's like, oh, I can't remember the story now, but there's that one about the lady who never takes her choke collar off and then eventually she gets married and then takes it off and then her head falls off. I like the idea that he's always saying that you're so pretty, you're so beautiful, trying to take the collar off. And I say no, because I know underneath it is this mark. And then one night as I'm sleeping, he looks and he sees this wound and he sees the scar on my arm. And there's just something about it, something that clicks in him. It's like that fear you get when you see something that flight or fight mode. Like there's a reason why people are scared of spiders, you know, something ancient that's just within every genetic being that some people can overcome. But so, yeah, so the question is, what do you see in those sweet between dreams and non-existence? Uh, well, I mean, technically I'm not writing this in my diary. I don't think, I can't write in my diary because I'll be dead. <sighs> Wait, no, where did I put? Oh, so Oliver's in my diary. Um, Raphael's in my diary, even. I'm going to forget about Beatrice. We set aside our differences. I'm going to get rid of that memory. Because that makes sense in my head. 
Hmm. Hang on, I feel Raphael stand over me. I feel Raphael's presence. Over. That's my sleep. So I drift back from sleep. The last thing I see is his lips whispering to his God for forgiveness as the knife plunges down towards my throat. So the final experience we have is this. I feel Raphael's presence looming over me as I wake from our wedding night. He's seen the wound on my neck. He knows what I am. The last thing I see is his lips whispering to his God for forgiveness as the knife he holds plunges down towards my throat. And that is a thousand year old vampire. These last two hours, these last week, they felt, they went really quick. I don't know if that's just me, I think it went really, really quick, that last one. I'm glad I took the time to finish it. I don't know if it felt a little bit haphazard in that last one, a lot of bits and pieces. Like, there's certainly bits of it where I'm like, okay, so this is definitely in the past and then, oh, we're suddenly in the future. But um, it's good. I actually really enjoyed that. podcast was created, recorded, and edited by me, Fiona Howard. This episode's player was Fiona Howard. This episode's RPG was Thousand Year Old Vampire, a solo, lonely RPG by Tim Hutchings. You can find out more about Thousand Year Old Vampire and other work by Tim Hutchings on the official website. That's www.thousandyearoldvampire.com. The theme music was 8-Bit March by Twin Musicon of twinmusicon.org, licensed under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. If you want to find out more about the podcast, check out the website. That's www.wairpodcast.com. Fancy getting in touch? Email the podcast at whatamirollingpodcast at gmail.com. Finally, follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at wair underscore podcast for the latest news on upcoming episodes. And remember, adventurers need not apply. <laughs>